We hope you enjoy this podcast. With over 100 books under his belt, Bill Vincent is a true master of the written word. His works are a treasure trove of knowledge and inspiration, available at all major bookstores and online platforms. So, don't miss out on the opportunity to expand your mind and be entertained. Pick up a book by Bill Vincent today. Ambassador of Heaven. Do you know how powerful that is if you really just begin to revelate on that word, ambassador? We are supposed to be an ambassador of heaven. In other words, you're supposed to be a, a position, if you will, that we are supposed to hold as a representative of heaven. So when you go places and do things, there's supposed to be something about the very DNA that is in you as an ambassador of, of, of heaven to where you're supposed to have legal rights to obtain, to increase, to roll into a whole other realm of the spirit just because of your position. The kingdom of God uh, can seem like an unchartered spiritual territory. How many know that? Because there isn't enough. In fact, in the last days, God's already promised that we're supposed to see the kingdom of God manifest here on the earth. I've heard too many preachers talk about that we're supposed to have heaven experience, kingdom experience, but that's after we die. I don't know about you, but I don't want to die then experience heaven. That's a day late and a dollar short. Don't get me wrong, I want to make it to heaven. Come on, I want to get there, but I want you to understand that I, I know that there's things that we're supposed to experience right here. Even when Jesus prayed his prayer, it was about the kingdom of God coming on earth as it is in heaven. And this was a daily prayer of give us this day. Are you hearing me tonight? And consequently, we need a kingdom mindset. And that's one thing God wants to give us tonight. You know why? Because last night we talked about being no more babes. We're not supposed to be babies. Hallelujah. We're supposed to have a kingdom mindset that is not based on things here, but is based on things there. And you might be wondering, how can we advance the kingdom with a proper Kingdom mindset. I want you to know that God's glory, God's presence, God's supernatural glory presence is how we're going to manifest the very kingdom of God here on earth. You can't manifest it. You can't make it happen without him. God has to come down. Hallelujah. I want you to know heaven doesn't show up unless it starts to look like up there. Come on, heaven doesn't just pop in just because you're having a church service. There's a lot of Sunday mornings aren't having a kingdom service. They're having Sunday morning service. They're having their, 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 their one-step program of, I'm going to worship for 15 minutes. I'm going to preach for 45, and I'm going to sing happy birthday, happy anniversary, and we will go home the same way we came. That's not the kingdom of God manifesting. The kingdom of God manifesting is the kingdom of God manifesting to the fullness, people getting healed, people getting set free, people getting delivered. Kingdom manifest is when heaven has come down. There's no sickness in heaven. And you, I, I want you to understand that 
I want to ask a few questions throughout this, but I don't want to answer because God's got the answer. How many know that? And we're going to walk in a kingdom mindset. My first point tonight is being God's spiritual representative. What's a spiritual representative? You are somebody that actually represents heaven. Do you believe what I just said? Hallelujah. You said, well, that's the angel's business. How many know angels are representatives of heaven? But you, you, every one of you are supposed to represent God's heaven, heaven here on earth. You're supposed to be a representative. It's kind of like the, the prayer that was, or the, the uh, what was told to the lame man at the, at, the, at the gates. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give to thee. I want you to know, see, it was something they had. It wasn't something they had in money. It wasn't something they had in riches. But what they did have was the kingdom of God manifest inside of them. The kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God is the same. The kingdom of God is heaven on earth. I've had people talk about, oh, I got heaven on earth. And they have a lot more of hell on earth. How many know we can have hell on earth? Just as much you can have heaven on earth. We got to learn how to synchronize the kingdom of God of the kingdom of heaven type of thing. Because I believe when the kingdom is manifest, it's, it's, it's the kingdom of God. How many know that? It's not Bill's kingdom. It's not some pastor's kingdom. There's too many church kingdoms. I went to a conference. It was, uh, I'm not going to even say what denomination it was. But it was for a certain type of ministry. And man, you could not get God in that place if you, if you begged him. I mean, I'd cry out to God, and I'd pace back and forth. I'm like, God, come right now. We need your glory. And, and nothing. I said, God, what's going on? I need you to come right now. And I know you're in me, but I want you to come in your presence. I want you to come in your mighty outpouring right now. Nothing. I, said, I, I began to discuss this while the worship is coming to an end. I'm like, God, I'm going to need you any time now. It's about to get rich in here. Hallelujah. Because if I begin to try to minister or do anything and you're not in my midst, I'm not going to have anything to say. And these stuffed suits all over the congregation. And when I say stuffed suits, it's because that spirit of religion was so thick in the atmosphere. And whenever I got to the place to where it's time to minister, I said, God, please show me your glory. He said, Bill, I tell you, when God says, Bill, it's trouble. It's not going to be a good thing. <laughs> There's something wrong. There's something off. There's something a little off. Hallelujah. He said, Bill, I'm not coming. Because the kingdom that is established there is not me. I said, I said, well, God, whatever you have to say, I'm going to say it. So I'm going to say that. All these ministers with all kinds of titles, name tags as big as your head, all over the place. And I just said, God said tonight, he is not coming because there's a kingdom established in this place that's not him. 
And I said, I don't have point A, point B. I don't have a three-point sermon tonight. This is it. I figured I just, next thing I'd have is usher over here and usher over there would get my belt loops and carry me out the door. That's all I thought I had happening. But the greatest thing I'd ever seen in my life was these guys begin to crawl on their faces and just lay before the Lord. And some were bawling, some were squalling, some were beginning to just cry out to God and say, why haven't you been coming? I'm like, why in the world did you schedule a conference if you knew something was wrong with you? This whole group, I'm talking about this, was ministers from all over the United States of America gathered together under one denomination. It was the same thing they did every year for this conference, a dinner at a conference, and all kinds of stuff, and your $200, and blah, blah, blah. And this one year was a year of repentance, a year of crying out. I never got an offering from that place. I didn't preach either, so I'm not going to argue about it. But... <laughs> But God showed up, and he showed up so strong in that place that night that the next service, nobody preached. Nobody, not one person preached, and people just came in. And I'm not saying that guy that wears a suit is some stuffed shirt all the time because there's some powerful men of God that still wear a suit. I just don't happen to be one of those, hallelujah. But that was all over the place, all these guys that only had the three-piece suits on, were all with their ties loose and all their jackets were off the next night. And some of them said, I'm ready for business tonight. I didn't know what that meant until I started seeing many of them laying on their faces again. Pressing into God, hallelujah. You know how much more God can move if we just get out of the way and welcome the kingdom of God in here? To say, I'm not about my kingdom anymore. I'm not about building my ministry. I'm not building anything. I don't care if people come as long as you come. Come on, people get so caught up about the numbers. Hallelujah. If you ever see some churches grow, if they're growing, it's because of the presence. And then they get to a certain point, and then they begin to grow a little bit more and a little bit more. And then they get to that certain point, and all of a sudden, they begin to sell out because they're worried about the bottom line. Aren't you excited? Don't forget, you came here. I did not come to you. You came to me. Hallelujah. So you're, it's not my fault if you don't like what's going on. Hallelujah. We also are to carry the very treasure of God with us. This treasure equips us to partner with God at any given time. Come on. So that souls can be saved and his glory can be manifest. I want you to understand sometimes it's about just God. Come on. And, and, and there's, there's also about this kingdom mindset, the first question, did you know that with all the right quali qualities and qualifications, you could be one of the highest ranking diplomatic representatives of one country to another? You say what? With some of the right qualities and qualifications, you can be a representative that, that will be above any representative. I want you to understand that 
You got to think about what I just said. I'm talking about ambassadors tonight. Before we discuss the official name of this particular diplomatic representative that we actually are, let's, let's examine a specific word that's connected to diplomatic. Diplomatic is diplomacy. And it means the conducting of relations between nations. Somebody's going to get this tonight because I'm not going to stop till we get it. I've got like 50 different ways coming at you tonight. The fact is that in the context of our political structure in the natural and physical realm, there's a divine connection with heaven because we are ambassadors of Christ. We're ambassadors as though we are Christ, representative right here. It's not that we're any better than God, any better than Christ, because he's in us, and that makes us who we are in heaven. Come on. Somebody don't get saved. And, and I want you to understand that governments need diplomatic representatives who will be a li liaison, which is an act of going between. You know, sometimes there's somebody that needs to be able to go between. How many have ever tried to press in uh, and connect to the things of God and you can't get there? It's like heaven's closed up. Hallelujah. Somebody, it's closed on Sunday. That's what it feels like sometimes. One that is real ambassador of, Christ, of, of heaven can, can be like a liaison, so to speak, and, and be able to go, be the go-between to bring heaven down into our midst. But guess what? It's not supposed to just be a one position. And one important aspect is that diplomacy involves helping nations to talk. Oh, we got to go here. You can have a deadest service in the world, but if, if someone begins to talk about what God's saying, that's a, that's, a, that's a nation's talking. This realm is talking with that realm. And when we talk together about that realm and we're releasing that right here, there's agreements that get made. When you have somebody from one country sharing with another country, and that person that's the go-between gets those people to communicate. And then once they start communicating, they get those people to sit down and sign something as an agreement. Now you can use this shore to ship that, and I'll use your shore to ship that. In other words, there's going to be a divine connection now. We're going to work together. Oh, somebody ain't getting it. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. This is one of those things we're going to, you need to put that in your CD player, and you're not going to just be able to skim it, as God said last night, many of you do. You're going to have to take it and write it down and pray about it. Take it a little bit in and then write it down and pray about it because God's about to open up ambassadors of heaven like we've never seen before. And even when they help nations to talk, they also get to be ones to get help get past any stumbling blocks. Something starts getting in the way of the agreement. Come on. The go-between is somebody who tries to work out the stumbling blocks. And also, then they reconcile and even reach the necessary agreement. Come on. Whatever adjustments need to be made. 
Do you want heaven to come down or not? When heaven comes down, hallelujah, it's a sweet thing. And most churches get there by accident. Did you hear what I said? How many have ever had a super service? You come back next time, it's like. Anybody home? Those super services are great. They just, this is like God just came down. You're like, what did we do? It was so different. Come on. What did we do? How many have ever tried to imitate a service that was good? Do the same praise and worship. I was at a church one time. We had a great first service. Next thing they know, the second service, they tried to play the same worship because this first service was so good. It was dead as a doornail. You can't imitate God. Come on. Let's not forget that we're not just dealing with the natural and physical schemes of things. What about the other realm that is really important? The realm of the Spirit. It's amazing to me how many leaders in America, Christian and non-Christian, political and non-political, forget about the spirit realm. They're like, I don't know why this chaos is going on. Really. Might be, have something to do with the way our nation has turned her back on Israel. Anybody getting excited? I thought, just thought I'd throw that knuckleball right in there. Surprise. I believe we cannot ignore the spirit realm. You know, when the Holy Spirit is, is being uh, uh, recognized being, uh, uh, and the atmosphere is being pleasing to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit comes. But whenever it's not being recognized, the spirit realm is not being acknowledged, and there's no acknowledging of heaven, the Holy Spirit backs off. In the spirit realm, God has opened up to us an opportunity to serve him in a particular ministry assignment. To be one of the highest spiritual diplomatic representatives that we can be. Hope somebody's getting this. The importance of this revelation was impressed upon me because of a vital message that was spoken to me through 2 Corinthians chapter 5. You can go there in a minute. And, and this message uh, just opened me up today for some reason. Hallelujah. I didn't even have this because I thought I was going to preach about being babes some more. Aren't you excited that God gave me another different sermon? He says, it's time to move on. Did you hear me? He said, it's time to move on. He says, and listen, remember the vision God released and said we was all on a scaffold years ago? He said we was all on a scaffold high up, high up in the spirit realm. And, and, and we were so high in the spirit that if people didn't line up, they just kind of fell off. And when they fell off, they fell off to their spiritual death. So here's what God said. It's time to move on. It's time to go forward. And right now we're going forward, hallelujah. But if anybody falls off, we just keep going. Come on, there's no life preservers. God can't catch you. Come on, hallelujah. You got to understand what I'm saying. I don't mean that as a bad thing. I'm talking about it's about establishing the kingdom of heaven. I'm not going to worry about what people think. It's about what he thinks. If he is happy with what's going on, I'm happy with what's going on. Hallelujah. 
But look at this, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 through 19. Learned this many years ago. Therefore, is always, there's always a reason why therefore is there. Come on. Come on. Whenever I was in Bible school, that's one thing they really taught us very powerful, and it was a good revelation. Whenever you see in the Word of God where wherefore is, wherefore is therefore for a reason. <laughs> and therefore is therefore for a reason because it's what I just said. Because of what I just said, now I'm saying this. If any man, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling with the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to themselves and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. It's a ministry of reconciliation. That's the assignment. And I want you to think about that for a minute. The ministry of reconciling. In other words, there's times that God's going to bring churches in our midst, ministries in our midst, people in our midst, and God is going to cause us to be able to reconcile their agreement with heaven. They're going to be able to come get some because we're going to be the go-betweens. People are going to be able to come to get some, and we're going to be able to make an agreement and cause them to be their own ambassador when they leave. Hallelujah. There's going to be something that's going to be imparted. And see, we've had revivals in the past where God has caused the revival to be so strong that people started having the same thing happening that we had happening where miracles were taking place. Cancers were being healed easily, and people were being set free and delivered. And they, when they came from other churches, they took it back. They took it back man and they took it to where they went why because we were an ambassador we were in a go-between with in other words what they were not getting they came to get some and because of our divine connection with heaven they were able to get some and take it back see there's too many ministries they start having God move and they start just trying to hoard it in all themselves I say, no, you take it this way, hallelujah. You take the fire that way, hallelujah. And you take it that way, praise God. And it starts just popping all over like popcorn all across the United States of America. Pop, pop, all over the world before you even know it. Did you happen to venture to guess over and over all the the highest representatives, even quoted from Webster. Here's the next scripture, verse 20 and 21 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Now then, we are ambassadors, ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. Listen, pleading through us. In other words, God is making something break through, and he's making that happen through us. Woo, come on. And we implore you on Christ's behalf. Did you hear what I just said? To be reconciled to God. See, we are causing, that we are going to be causing reconciliation 
between God and man. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. See, ambassador, ambassador. I don't know about you, but God says ambassador. I remember going to a resort many, many years ago. It was around 2008. They told me where my parking spot was. I backed into that spot, man, and it said across the name of that parking space, ambassador. I was on vacation. My vacation was over the minute I backed up into that space. Why? Because now my study was turned on. Something happened in the spirit realm. This is not a mistake that I'm backing into the spot. The spiritual realm, the name for spiritual diplomatic representative is ambassador. You are a spiritual diplomatic representative of heaven, which is an ambassador. We're going to get into some stuff. If you're in a hurry, you're in the wrong house tonight. This thing was like popcorn today. Hallelujah. I'm like three points. We're good. Hallelujah. Pop, pop, came some more. Hallelujah. A faithful, on fire, pure-hearted believer in Jesus Christ, those are who have all the necessary characteristic qualities to be an ambassador. Those that are on fire, pure-hearted believers in Jesus Christ. Did I say it had to be a prophet, apostle, evangelist, pastor, or teacher? No. An ambassador, a representative, an ambassador of Christ, a diplomatic representative of heaven is those who are just on fire for God, pure-hearted, standing before the Lord. Aren't you excited? And I want you to know we have all the necessary character qualities that will qualify us to be trustworthy. How many know you got to be trustworthy to be a go-between? You put everything on the line every time you go between. Somebody needs to hear this tonight. Not for an earthly kingdom or government, but for God's eternal, uh, eternal purposes concerning his kingdom. Why? So that people are reconciled to God. How many know the church across the world is not reconciled to God right now? If, if they were, God would be showing up all over the nation. And we was in a service, it was just last Sunday. They were showing a video of these miracles taking place, people getting out of wheelchairs, people being healed of, of diseases, totally set free. And man, that church didn't have the clap on any more than it looked like, my goodness, uh, the same thing, the same clap that somebody would get when their child gets on the honor roll is the same clap that they gave for these miraculous things taking place. I've seen that video every, every time, I mean so many times. Same video. I've seen it again and again and again. 
And that video still touches me in my depths of my bones. I've seen miracles. I've received miracles. I've been in the midst of those powerful experiences. I was actually in the services of many of those videos. And I thank God that I got to see it one-on-one right in front of my eyes. And I want you to understand that there is such a power in that. But see, the church is not, that. this is all they get. Hallelujah. There's not a shout in the house. But send them to a cardinal game. Man, and they're screaming and hollering, and they're going after a foul ball. But nobody wants to go after any miracle, signs, and wonders of what God wants to do in the earth. Aren't you excited? This is no small thing that God's talking about tonight. If we get this, if we get this tonight, this is no small thing. This is like being promoted. It might feel like you've been demoted, but you're being promoted. You say, why? Because you're going to be uh, required of much more. Mm. Say, oh, we got to go here. See, when you're an ambassador of, of heaven, you are not all about you anymore. You're about the kingdom of heaven. You're about doing the kingdom purpose. I only do what I see the Father do. See, Jesus was actually the greatest ambassador of all time. I only see what the Father does. I only see and do (laughs) as I see. (laughs) And why? Because he was a divine connection, praise God. He was manifested in the flesh. And I want you to understand that we also are supposed to be able to tap in and be able to only be able to see and do as we're supposed to be doing. And you say, well, so what? My life just gets put on hold. I don't get to see the fulfillment of my life. No, that's not it. But as you're going about the kingdom, as you're going about the kingdom of heaven, as you're going about the reconciliation between heaven and here, and you start continuing that process as an ambassador, God says there's, there's benefits. How many know there's benefits? How many know if you get a good job, you get benefits? Hallelujah. I remember one time a company told me, they said, yeah, we got benefits here. You get full coverage health insurance. Come to find out it was like a $10,000 deductible. It's like, man, I got to be dead before I get even covered. Hallelujah. It's like, okay, so I got to have a hospital stay and a couple surgeries, and then I can start getting covered. (laughs) Wonderful. That's in a year. Full coverage, my, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they're like, you haven't used your insurance yet. Yeah, and I don't want to either. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. That kind of insurance might as well be disabled. So let's go, I want to talk about uh, embassies in the spirit. Listen to that word, embassy. Oh, you got to get this tonight. If you don't get this, I'm going to take you outside. Hallelujah. Some of you might be bigger than me, but I, I, I got some tricks in my sleeve, so to speak. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I've, been, I've been raised in the school. If you got a fighter, you die. Hallelujah. So uh, <laughs> we, we can have some fun with that. Come on. <laughs> Come on. This is good stuff. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> How many know sooner or later you learn things? Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Like, shut your mouth. Oh, sorry. Uh but embassies in the spirit is good, and we got to get this. I mean, you got to get this because, man, my, my fingers were getting the tingly as I was typing it. So you got to get this. 
Did you hear me? You have to get this. You get it, get you, or you got to get it, get it. And with all this in mind, I was pondering, and I saw the spirit, and I saw embassies in the spirit. And I wanted to think about that. I want you to think about that. I want you to think because of what the kingdom of God looks like. Look at this. We are ambassadors of the kingdom, and everywhere we go, so goes the Holy Spirit. When we go, he goes. I'm so excited. I want to just run over you. Just as ambassadors are connected to their representative and their representative of, of, of embassies, we are connected to the Holy Spirit. Hang on, we're not there yet. This is just opening like a can of tuna. It's like we're carrying a spiritual embassy everywhere we go. Somebody just hear me. Everywhere we go, we're carrying a spiritual embassy. You say, I don't know all about embassies. That's where we're about to go. And I'm in heaven on earth. Where I go, and when I open my mouth, and it's coming out glory, it's coming out heaven, it's coming out Holy Spirit, it's coming out as heaven coming out of me. Mm. And it's backing me up. How many know when you got backup, you know how much power an officer has without his badge? Zero. But we'll see when he steps up and says, freeze. Stop, NYPD. How many know all of a sudden, most people just put their hands up? Come on. Why? Because there's an authority behind the badge. We have an authority. And it's behind the embassy in which we carry with us everywhere we go. We're about to go somewhere. We're not even there. And heaven backs us up regardless of what country you're in. Oh. You, you, you. You can be in Africa. And if you have anything going on, I'm going to get ahead of myself. Let's slow down. Also, I've been wondering about ambassadors and embassies and how they function and fit together in the natural and the spirit realm. For example, example, hallelujah. For example, various nations have U.S. embassies. I can go on passport to any nation in the world, and if anything happens, I'm ahead here, I'm going ahead. And if I go anywhere, praise God, I can just go to the embassy. If I have trouble, if I have anything, praise God, and the United States of America will back me up wherever I go. It doesn't matter what country I'm in. It doesn't matter where I've gone. I'm of that place. Come on. Somebody got to get it. We're not gotten it. And my English is gone, so you didn't matter me or how about see. For example, listen. When U.S. citizens are in a city or, or a country where the embassy is located, there are certain benefits that we have access to at our embassy. And see, what's different about the Holy Spirit is you're carrying your embassy. Some people actually have to hide their way to embassies. 
You lose your passport in some countries as an American, they can put you in jail. They can begin to do things to you. So if you can just get to the embassy, you're safe as soon as you cross that threshold. But see, with the Holy Spirit, you have the embassy. You don't have to go left or right. You just stand and be in the embassy of protection right where you're at. Oh, we're not there yet, though. We're just going there. Hallelujah. We're on uh, the way. When U.S. citizens, listen, I want you to think about that for a minute. If I'm in India, I can go to the U.S. embassy and I can step on a piece of ground and it's right as though I'm in the United States of America, right there in India. You can stand in the midst of the demonic realm right in the middle of, a, of all kinds of demonic realm, and you are standing in your embassy. Where you stand is as though you're standing in heaven. You are an ambassador of heaven, and you stand right where you are. Sometimes we don't have confidence when we pray for people like, oh, please, Lord, touch them. No, you're an ambassador, man. You're not praying, no, help them, please. It's not like that. You don't have to beg. You have an authority to say, come out, be healed, rise up. And that is who you are. I'm not there yet, though. Woo, I'll tell you. One of the things that bugged me Sunday was that, that minister kept saying, I got a good sermon, I just can't preach it. I'm like, oh, just preach it, man. <laughs> I don't get to get out much. You need to give me all you got. And he gave me a five-point highlight with no sub. I'm like, man, it was good stuff, too. I'm like, come on, come on. Forget everybody else. Forget the clock. Hallelujah. Just wave your hand and they can all be healed and we could just be done. Hallelujah. I just want the sermon. Give me your notes. I'll run. Hallelujah. I was serious too. But I have all the rights and all the benefits and all the protection and all the blessings that I have in the USA. When you're in a foreign country, you can have all hell coming against you. You can have people with weapons chasing you. You can have all kinds of people trying to take you out because of who you are because the United States is not well-loved all over the world. But when you're an ambassador and you get into that embassy, you cross that line, all the guards, all the warriors, all of heaven's army can step up in front of you and protect you and stand there with their weapons ready saying, I'm going to protect this one because they're one of us. I knew a minister one time, he was coming back from Mexico. He lost everything. He didn't have anything. He was robbed and lost everything. And he was running to the gates. Back then there was big gates. Now they got a big flap. Hallelujah. They let you in a lot nicer than they used to. But I want you to know he's running. And all he had to do was say, I'm an American. And those guys went ahead and rushed on there to protect him, to pull him in. Come on. But see, the difference between that and this is we carry our embassy everywhere we go. Children, you carry it into the school. You carry it wherever you are. Oh, we got to get there. In the natural, physical realm, embassies are housed in a building 
or collection of buildings situated in a certain place of boundaries. <laughs> in a sense, it's like its own kingdom. Right? Embassies are like its own kingdom. If U.S. citizen is in danger and needs assistance to come to the U.S. Embassy for help because of governing authority and jurisdiction. It doesn't matter what you did there. You're now in the U.S. It doesn't matter what happened there. Now you're in a hedge of protection. It doesn't matter if you was losing. It doesn't matter what, where you've been. It doesn't matter if you don't have a passport. Now it's time to get you right and get everything took care of and get you all the right information right there back in your hands. Listen. Knowing this, do you realize just like a U.S. embassy, by its very nature, has a governing authority that you were born again as a Christian in the body of Christ, you have a God-given authority of heaven just because you were born into it. You were born into an embassy. God said this today, and I got to get to what's about side. God said this today. Most Christians go through hell because they don't know their heritage. Isn't it funny? We talked about babes last night, and now God's he's already got you in the embassy. <laughs> last night, your babies, and tonight, he's got you as ambassadors. Babies to ambassadors. Now that's a series. <laughs> Never thought I'd say this, but it's hot in here. I say this because almost all of us have a home or residence. Uh, go in another place. That your home is on a piece of land, right? I don't care if you rent. I don't care if you're buying. Your land that you're living on is yours. By law. We have governing authority over our homeland. For instance, my property is marked out by the property line and what City Hall calls my house. <laughs> All one and a half lots. Yeah. That's my kingdom. Because it's my house. It's my wife's house. Making sure she knows that she's still part of that. Come on. Ah. The same goes for you. So get this. 
The devil has no authority in my kingdom. Somebody comes in my door unwelcome by law, I can shoot them. Is that right? By law. I don't have any plans, so don't get nervous. No plague, no sickness, no disease can enter because I can take authority because it's my kingdom. You say, well, wait a minute. It belongs to God, blah, blah, blah. Listen. I'm an ambassador. I carry his embassy. But what he has given me in my house is mine. As an ambassador, I have a right as my authority. I'm not tearing down his because if it wasn't for me being in his embassy, I would not have my kingdom. It's a trickle down of glory. I said it's a trickle down of glory. Listen, I stand my ground. I govern my property and I declare my property to be my kingdom. And the property that the Lord has given me, you have the same governing authority of yours. Come on. Some people don't do that, do you? People come in living like hell, acting like hell, and you just look at it as though, oh, ain't nothing I can do about it. You have allowed the enemy to trespass. It's like having a privacy fence and you took it down and said, come on over. I remember one time coming back from an event. It's like two in the morning. I'm laying in bed. I'm exhausted. I just uh, traveled a long way and everything. And all of a sudden, I remembered the week before I took my fence down because it was rotten. And uh, so I'm laying in bed. All of a sudden, I hear these people in my front yard. I was like, what? So I'm out there two in the morning. I go, what is going on? They're playing Frisbee in my front yard because my fence was down. They said, they took, you took your fence down, so we thought we could just. Let me go ahead and say, at that time I didn't have this revelation, but I sure had the authority. I was like, I'll build a fence right now. I mean, there's bottles of beer all over my yard because they're playing Frisbee in my front yard at 2 in the morning. I had a wonderful conference, came from. All kinds of miracles took place, and I was so excited. And I come home, and that's what I got. Come on. See, sometimes we allow the enemy to infiltrate. Oh, we got to get this. Let's take this principle concerning governing authority a step farther. In the context of the land that the Lord wants us to take in nations. God wants you to take land. God wants Israel to take back what it's lost. 
When we go to Africa and we can host a crusade, we can claim and declare the crusade grounds kingdom of God. We go somewhere and have a conference, we can declare that's the kingdom of God. We can go in Raymond, establish a place, buy a place, get it debt-free, supernaturally blessed by the kingdom of God. And we can declare right here in Raymond, Illinois, as a kingdom of God established right here. As a result, we can experience some amazing miracles. Why? Because the enemy's plans cannot prevail over the grounds. They can have witch things going on, witch doctrine, all kinds of things going on in that land where you are having a crusade. They can have psychics in the same room as a conference that you've been in, in that same place. But when you go in, you can establish as it's a place of embassy. It's a place of authority. So now what was is not anymore because you're establishing your new. I've had people tell me, well, you know, I want to buy this house, but they said something happened in it. This house is really cheap, and I really want to buy it, but they said something happened to it. I don't want to buy it if something happened in it. You have the embassy of heaven on the inside of you. You can establish and clean house if you know who you are. But let me go a step farther. If you don't know who you are, be careful. I knew a guy, he, he got a hold of me somehow. And he was like, I tried to pray. I went to the couple's house. And I prayed to have the release of demonic activity out of their house. And he said, I felt like it got out. But the problem is, I felt like it came home with me. So he said, now can you come and deliver me? You say, oh, you must have just got up and went. You know what God told me? He said he stepped out of his authority. He didn't know who he was. He was not established in anything. He just did it because he saw other people do it or heard about other people doing it. And he stepped out of his authority. You're either an ambassador or you're not. Come on. Sometimes it's about just making a decision of who you are. And you've got to establish that decision. But guess what? God told me to leave him alone. You know why? Because I would have spent hours and hours with him, and he's an open door type of guy. And guess what? Hours and hours of dealing with it, he would have got him free, and then hours and hours later, he would be open again. Many people have used this ministry as a Band-Aid. Get, get messed up, come, get delivered, go back. Hallelujah. I want you to understand something tonight. God is wanting to raise us all up as ambassadors. That's why we're to be used as a go-between to say, okay, praise God, we already have a divine connection with what's going on in heaven. You come here, you can reconcile that connection. You know what I did tell him? I said, come to a service. Come on, sometimes you don't need hours of me trying to hold you down, casting something out. Come on, sometimes deliverance comes because you Get truth, and the truth sets you free. Preacher, brother, 
Sorry, somebody had to do it. <laughs> My next point. Whew, that was a good point. The kingdom of God. I remember one time I was studying over my sermon on a Sunday morning, and, and, and one of the members of the church when I was pastor, she goes, man, I just really get so excited when I see you studying. She's like, because it's like you see it for the very first time, like you're reading it for the very first time. I said, I am. She looked at me funny. I said, see, God writes it, and then I have to read it to find out what he wrote. Come on. You're all confused. We'll just move on. The kingdom of God is at hand and within us. So you've got to get that kingdom of God is within us. How many have ever had a good day where you've gone out and you've prayed for people, all kinds of breakthrough took place? And then you had another day, you prayed for people, and you went home and breakthrough took place, but it was breaking you? Come on. That was the kingdom of God was at hand and within you one day. And then the next day, it was a kingdom of God has left you because you were still having baby days. Testimonies of heaven are displayed on earth. Why? Because the kingdom of God is the will of God being done on earth. The Bible says that Jesus healed every kind of sickness and disease. Think about that. You know, I'm so excited whenever a miracle takes place. But sometimes we get very excited about a miracle when 999 people didn't get one. I thank God for one miracle. I really do. But I'm looking for the days where all are healed of the power of God. God told me one time in Springfield, he said, I was in Springfield, Illinois. He said, I want you to advertise a healing conference. I said, all right, praise God, I'll do it. And he said, but I want you to put on the advertisement everywhere you advertise, in the paper, uh, 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 through everything, email, wherever you advertise, I want you to put on there, every person will be healed. I was like, well, praise God, that's wonderful. <laughs> I said, who's coming? I said, who am I inviting? Hallelujah. Which, which minister am I supposed to call? Come on, I'm just being honest with the Lord. Anybody ever honest with the Lord? I was like, praise God, I believe in healing. We get two or three healed every once in a while. I said, I'm excited about that when it happens. But you want me to tell every person is going to be healed. I said, there could be anything coming. Blind eyes, deaf ears, lame. Anybody could show up. Dead people. What are you going to do, God? Come on. My faith was not there yet. At that time, the healing ministry was about a year long. I was like, well, praise God. Every person going to be healed. This is wonderful. I can't wait for this. I put it in there, man. At first, I tried to put it the smallest font, like, you know, fine print. Got to get a magnifying glass. Hallelujah. God just kept me, he kept telling me, swell that thing up. 
sent out postcards to everybody on our mailing list, sent it out everywhere, all kinds of people. And it was a two or three day conference, I don't remember what it was. People started showing up from all kinds of places. Coming in all canes and crutches. And a woman with big hearing aids. I'm like, oh, Jesus, help me, Lord. I'm like, I ain't got no faith for any one of them. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm, I was so doubting. I doubted as soon as he said it. You know why? Because I was looking at this kingdom without his kingdom. All of a sudden, I started preaching. And God said, I don't want you to preach about healing. I go, what? I said, this is a healing conference. But how are people going to get healed? Because the kingdom of God was within me. I just didn't tap into it until I realized it. I began to preach about some stuff. I don't even know what I preached. God took me down a whole different field. And I preached and I preached and preached. And all of a sudden, I just began to call people up and their backs were healed right in front of my eyes. Easy. People started bending over. Every once in a while, we got a stubborn one and God said they were demons. So I, I didn't, I, I pray for them and they'd say, well, I'm, I kind of feel better. And God said they got a demon. So when I cast it out, they got set free. Come on. Over and over and over again, that would take place. And it just kept going for all night. And that girl with the hearing aids, man, she just ran up front. She pulled him out. She goes, pray for me. I was like, can you hear? And she wouldn't look at me. I go, can you hear? She wouldn't look at me. And I laid my hand in front of her face. She's deaf. <laughs> See, the kingdom of God is ambassadors of Christ is within you. You don't sometimes realize that he's within you. You just got to know it. Now, I'd pray for everybody else like this. Receive it. But with her, I thought, man, I'm going to have to really get it in there. I'm going to have to get a good wind-up on it or something. Hallelujah. Lord, let it come. So I started digging down. I started really digging down. I'm like, all right, Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus. She goes, I'm healed. I was like, wait a minute, I haven't touched you. She goes, no, I can hear. And I had that Thomas moment. Come on, you know what Thomas is, Doubty Thomas. I was like, oh, my goodness, there's no way. I said, can you hear this? And I go, Jesus. She goes, Jesus. And I went on the other side. I said, I'm healed. She goes, I'm healed. I said, now, wait a minute. And I remember I just kept saying different things. I took the microphone away. I said long sentence, and she said every word. That girl was healed by the power of God. Let me say something. When she got healed, it was like there was a freeway laid out. Every person in that place that didn't think God could heal, every person in that place saw those big hunking ear, ear, ear things. Every person in that place could hear the way she sounded before she got healed. And every person in that place just rushed up and said, and some of them, it didn't matter who laid hands on them because they just came up and they were receiving because the miracles were open in the heavens. See, you're an ambassador. 
What am I talking about? The kingdom of God is at hand and within us. This implies the healing of every sickness and every disease. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Think about that. I want you to understand, this is not hard. This is not difficult. Why doesn't everybody do it? Because their kingdom is not the right kingdom. When you get the right kingdom and established, wherever you go, and you're using the right embassy, wherever you go, no demon in hell can stop you. And also, it's as though Jesus is saying, it is my will, and it would be on earth now as it is in heaven. So when you pray, I want you to pray that it would be on earth for you as it is in heaven right now. Those hearing aids didn't have access to heaven. The high. The ambassadorship of Christ, the ambassador of heaven, the position which we can carry, the kingdom of God being on us, in us, and through us. When we step into that position, that, that place, we have heaven here. It doesn't matter what's here. It doesn't matter if there's a tumor. It doesn't matter if there's a goiter. It doesn't matter if they're in a wheelchair. Because if they were there, they'd be healed, set free, delivered. It doesn't matter if they're legion. It doesn't matter if they're dead. It doesn't matter who they are. If you know who you are, you can see the miraculous power because of who you are. Mm. Isn't that funny? Small crowd like this, and God's like, preach about ambassadors. Kingdom of God is the will of God, and it's done on earth as heaven's model. Did you hear what I just said? Miracles, signs, and wonders are, are, the, are an outflow of living in the reality of the supernatural. When you live in the supernatural, things just seem to happen. Jesus said, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. John 5, 19. We need to wait, listen, and see what the Father's doing sometimes. You can't have a program and do what you see the Father do. Why? Because something might get in the way. Aren't you excited? See what our Father has been doing so that... We can be about the Father's business, doing what He's doing. This is how we synchronize heaven on earth.
when we see what the Father is doing, we can do what the Father does. We have revelation of the kingdom of God is at hand. And this is how close it is. It's It's like a membrane. It's so close. The kingdom of God at hand and the kingdom of God within you. It's as though the embassies go where, 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 where heaven goes, right? The embassies within you. The kingdom of God is the same thing. We're, we're coming together now. The kingdom of God is the same thing. The kingdom of God within you is like the embassy within you. I'm going to start preaching this way. Maybe they'll get excited. The kingdom of God is within you just like the embassy is within you. You hear, you hear me? The kingdom of God is at hand just as heaven is at hand. I say, I say, I say. It's like that old cartoon where he said, I say, I say, I say. I want you to hear me. Come on. The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is at hand. The embassy of, of Holy Spirit is within you. The embassy, the, the actual heaven is here at hand. I want you to understand it's a sync. It's that synchronizing taking place of heaven on earth. Oh, man, that's good stuff, and you are, your amen stinks. <laughs> Woo! I got the Holy Ghost. I feel it. I sweating for nothing. You just over there. Are you unconscious? <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you know, and I, I know I feel obnoxious somewhat times when I say this stuff, but you got to understand, huh? <clears throat> Something's happening. Uh, something's going on. Do you know what Jesus said to a certain scribe who knew the word of God in Matthew? No, it wasn't. It was Mark. Hallelujah. I think you see he's correcting my, my typing. Uh, Mark chapter 12, verse 34. You are not far from the kingdom of God. He said this to somebody who knew the word of God. You are not far from the kingdom of God. That was in Mark 12, 34. Jesus also spoke a powerful word uh, to the Pharisees when they asked him when the kingdom of God was coming. He said in Luke chapter 17, verse 20 and 21, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. Woo! Somebody needs to get saved. I'm telling you. And, 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 and here's even more things that just make you go, hmm. See, when you see this stuff and God lays it out, man, it's, just, it's like firecrackers. Where does Jesus sit right now? The answer is in heavenly places on the right hand of God the Father. Where does Christ live? Oh, I'm just going to shut these things in a minute. Where does he sit now? In heavenly places on the right hand of God the Father. That's where he sits. Did you ever think of this? (laughs) 
But where does he live? In me. Everybody said, in me. In me. Some of you said it like, in me. I'm the temple, Christ in you, the hope of glory. I'm the temple of the Holy Ghost. Are you getting this? He's sitting on, he's setting it up there, but he's in here. I'm a temple of the Holy Spirit. Anybody getting anything? Got a hey man all the way back yonder. The kingdom of God is where? Within you. Where is Christ setting? Aha, in heavenly places. Where is Christ setting? Yeah. In you. See, I was tricking it up there. It's the same thing. See, it says he's setting in heavenly places, but where is he at? He's setting in you. Oh, but he's in heavenly place. Oh, he's setting in you. Why? Because you're part of that kingdom. You're not of here, but you're up there. And the ambassadors of heaven are exactly representatives of heaven. And when you know that he's sitting on the inside of you, nobody, no demon, no devil can stop what God's going to do. Where is Christ setting? <laughs> in heavenly places. <laughs> and where is Christ setting? He's in you. In heavenly places, he's in you. In heavenly places, he's in you. Are you getting my sermon tonight? God makes me, I'm not even close to done yet. If you're in a hurry, there's no restaurants going to be open. Not in this town. Come on, that's good stuff. I you got to have fun when you're in the, in the Word of God. It's like a kid in a candy store for me. And when you start unfolding, oh, man, it's like a playground. I don't even know how this got done today. Man, you, if you knew what my house was like, hallelujah. How many times in worship do you think heaven is coming down? Oh, I like it. How many times are you, are you like heaven's coming down? You're looking for it. You're trying to land it like a plane. Come on, I'm serious. Come on, heaven. God, take me into heavens. How many know Then we're trying to get up? We're trying to get heaven to come down, then we're trying to go up. Take me. <laughs> Listen, I got to do it this way because God said, you got to do it. You got to do it so they all get it. So we're trying to get heaven come down. We're like, come on, come on, come on, come on, please. And then we're trying to get back up. Oh, come on, it's hot in here. God, take me into heaven. Do you know how easy it is to enter into the kingdom of heaven? The Bible says that the kingdom of God is at hand. That you're not far from the kingdom. And that the kingdom is within you. Heavenly places are right here. I'm a temple of the Holy Spirit. It's like our heart. 
Our heart is the doorway to heaven. It's a door. And I want you to understand, some of you are waiting for a healing anointing to fall on you. And you are waiting, you are waiting for the man of God to lay hands on you. You are waiting because the Bible says that miracles come from within. Come on. Many times the Bible will say that miracles come from within. Why? Because Christ is sitting in you. Christ is sitting up there. It's because Christ in you, the hope of glory. Come on, I'm working very hard. My next point. This is when I put period in. God said, it was like the book of Acts. <laughs> We're not done yet. <laughs> A kingdom mindset makes you dangerous. When you, when you get the kingdom mindset in you, it makes you dangerous. Uh, ministering and healing is sometimes is something that you that I, that that I thank God for, and I really value it. But you know, when my life changed, when I started taking the time to meditate on one truth, and that's in Romans chapter eight. Help me, Jesus. Uh, Romans chapter eight, verse eleven. But if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, the spirit of Christ, the, the spirit of the uh, the spirit of him who raised Christ dwells in you. Mm. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Your mortal bodies. Through his spirit who dwells in you. See the resurrection of Christ is in you. And your bodies are healed from within. Man comes and lays hands on you. He's activating your in. When a man lays hands on, you, on a child of God. He's actually pulling and it can... He's working as an ambassador of heaven to earth. And he's getting you to be synchronized with heaven. And it's causing you to get your legal rights to stand on the right place in him. And as that hand gets laid on you, as the Holy Ghost gets poured out, you're expecting it to come from up there. But many times it's just coming from within. You're expecting some man to come around. But all it's doing is connecting you. The go-between from heaven to earth. The man of God. It's all the credit sometimes, and that's when God stops coming. But I want you to know that's why more than ever before you should always give the glory to God because if it wasn't for the glory of God within you, the glory of God would not have healed you. Sometimes you got to close your eyes, lay back on your bed, and just say, I release the Christ of Jesus Nazareth, the resurrection life in me, out of me, into my life. Heal my body, set me free. Come on, when you know where it's coming from, it's a lot easier to track it. Ah, somebody got saved. I just felt it. So how, 
will they hear unless they get anointed and empowered and inspired for a kingdom mindset. See, when people preach the truth, the truth sets them free. When people stop taking the glory, it causes the heavens to rise up within you. When people stop pointing everybody to them that you get healed because of something I'm doing, see, that's a lie from the pit of hell. You get healed because of something the kingdom of heaven is doing. When the kingdom of heaven comes down, you get healed, set free, and delivered. When man stops taking the glory, when man stops building his kingdom and establishes the kingdom of heaven, then everyone will begin to see the glory of God. Then everyone will begin to receive the glory of God. And I'm telling you tonight, if you're here and you want to be an ambassador of heaven, this is tonight to say, I want to be an ambassador. I don't want to be a baby. I don't want to be in that baby pacifier mode anymore. I want to step up and declare my home is my kingdom. My car is my kingdom. My family is my kingdom. And where I go is heaven. And where I go is heaven's kingdom from this day forward. Come on, let's give God the glory. Come on, let's give God the glory. Come on, let's give God the glory. Somebody get saved. Somebody praise the Lord. Come on. Hallelujah. Some of you need to praise the Lord and get out from your seats. I don't want you to stay in there if you can. And just start to go around here just a little bit and praise the Lord and worship for a minute. And while we praise and worship, you say, why am I getting you out from your seat? Because sometimes you don't realize how deep it's gotten until you start getting in the water. So it's time to get you out of your comfort zone, out of your old kingdom mindsets, and into his new mindset. Welcome to the end of this informative podcast. We hope you found it enjoyable and enlightening. With over 100 books under his belt, Bill Vincent is a true master of the written word. His works are a treasure trove of knowledge and inspiration, available at all major bookstores and online platforms. So, don't miss out on the opportunity to expand your mind and be entertained. Pick up a book by Bill Vincent today.